dear, there goes the neighborhood. Wow, I had no memory of this episode, and it had me laughing at some very unlikely moments. I really enjoyed seeing characters together that we don't normally see sharing scenes. Sincerely, Bridget. Dear, there goes the neighborhood. Double date time! I love seeing Stefan when he's not brooding, and this episode gave me some great moments of that. Sincerely, Nikki. Welcome to Dear Vampire Diaries, where today we have the distinct pleasure of escorting you through this episode of Vampire Diaries, There Goes the Neighborhood, Season 1, Episode 16. I'm your host, Nikki. And I'm your other host, Bridget! We won't be delving into future episodes today, but we will be discussing this episode, There Goes the Neighborhood, in detail. You have been warned. Speaking of warnings, we have a content note. The Vampire Diaries contains heavy themes. Please check the episode description for trigger warnings and timestamps. All right, Nikki, this is the episode where Anna brings a surprising guest to pay a visit to Damon. Elena and Stefan go on an awkward double date with Caroline and Matt. (laughs) Boy, is it. It's funny because, Nikki, I read this episode summary before watching the episode, and I was legit so excited because I didn't remember this episode at all. And I was, it was, it felt like I was going to read a really promising, like, fan fiction. You know what I mean? Like, that feeling you get when (laughs) you're like, ooh. It's like a fun episode. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, that sounds great. Yeah, no, I, I was really excited for this episode. I always remember it mainly just because of the car scene with Stefan and Matt. at the end. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I don't know, I'm just always, like, in my head. But it wasn't until, like, this episode started that I was like, oh my god, this is the one where David makes out with Kelly. (laughs) Oh, I had no memory of that, and I was watching it like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, That's a lot. That's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. It's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I think we get into it, don't you? Yes. So what happened before? I have no memory of what what is past in Vampire Diaries. Well, what's special about this previously on is that this is the first one where Stephen R. McQueen is the one saying, previously on the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> For over a century, he's lived in secret. He knows the risk, but he has to bring her flowers and do normal things. It's Stefan Salvatore. She wants to forget about her vampire mother, ancestral vampire doppelganger, and her boyfriend's vampire brother. It's Elena Gilbert. And this is just a bunch of convenient reminders from the previously on. Jeremy saw Anna's face react to blood like an episode or two ago. Kelly Donovan, Matt's mom, is home, and she's being a real dick to Caroline. So she's reminding us that Matt and Caroline have history. Yes, Kelly, we know. Okay. All right. Damon reminds us that there was a tomb underneath an old church. Ah, yes, the tomb. We know it well. 27 vampires were in the church and they were saved and Stefan's all, you can't just bring them back, but they're coming back. That's, you know, that's what this is about. They're all camping out in the house together. And we pick right up at that house uh, where, man, there's an awful lot of vampires, huh? <laughs> 25 to be exact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, instead of, uh, like, you know how... All of the episodes are named after, like, famous movies. Like, There Goes the Neighborhood or, or whatever. Like, Few Good Men. Um, all of these, like, even Night of the Comet. The, I've been looking these all up. They are movie titles. Hey, you know who never knew that? Who? Me. <laughs> oh! <laughs> well, it's so fun. You should, like, look them up in, in tandem with, like, like episode name movie. And every single one of them is a film, pretty much. And it's, like... Usually they're like science fiction horror type stuff, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I don't know if you know about the Rob Zombie House of a Thousand Corpses uh, franchise. I, I know of it. Yes. So this should be called House of 27 Vampires. 
Uh, well, 25, because Catherine wasn't in there, and Pearl's already out of them. So, okay, yeah. Well, 27, then, yeah, you're right, because Pearl is in the house, and so is Anna. So, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Meanwhile, Anna is teaching all of these vampires how to use, like, remote controls and, like, phones. And can you imagine, like, waking up in the future like this? That would be so crazy. I was going to say, this is every, like, millennial Gen Z's worst nightmare. Is getting (laughs) stuck in a house full of old folks who don't know how to use technology and being expected to be the one person to bring all of them up to date. So we see in this house that they're all, like, getting up to date, like you were saying. Um, There also seems to be some infighting already and some weird power dynamics. Um, What are you talking about? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. um, Who could it be that you are speaking of? (laughs) Could it be the sinister man feeding on Ms. Gibbons? Yeah, being a total creep and, like, looking at Anna and Anna's, like, disgusted by him and, like, he's just, like, a dick. Like, okay, here's the thing. You were stuck in a tomb for a long time with these people. Sure, 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 sure. But you have the opportunity to not bring them back. You have the opportunity to pick who you let into this house and you decided to include Frederick, who is the biggest asshole, and you cannot tell me he wasn't also an asshole pre-tomb. And you decided to let him in. Why? Yeah. I know. It, it's kind of funny, like, that they didn't go back and just, like, use the gasoline that Stefan had brought and just set a bunch of people on fire. Right. But like, no, why? it's like, so-and-so came out and then he invited his other friend so and so and then he was like you know frederick was all right let's bring him along no no one thinks frederick's all right okay maybe someone thought beth ann was cool and then she was like oh i'm gonna bring my badass boyfriend no no beth ann don't invite him to the house of 27 vampires no it's like a bad house party where it just like gets out of hand <laughs> like who's the yeah. host again and Miss Gibbons is the only person that, like, they're feeding on. That poor woman, that was really disturbing when she offers Anna some, you know? And Anna's, like, mildly, like, oh, no, I'm good. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Is right. Moving over to uh, a much better household, even though there are still some issues going on. The Donovan household. Uh, Kelly and Matt are having a convo about her not bringing the party home with her and she's got to like get a job and he's like, how long are you planning on staying this time? And I'm just like, oh, you could swap their characters and it would make more sense if like the mom was asking this of the son, as Matt points out later. Yeah, and Matt tells his mom that there is a bartending job opening um, and she's like, okay, I'll check it out. And he's like, oh, really? Like he's surprised that she's willing to do it and that's a bad sign yep and he doesn't know how long she's sticking around just the amount the sheer amount of uncertainty in matt's life yeah that she's like there's back rent and he's like there's back everything mom right and like if you think about the fact that pre-vicky dying it was just him and his like 18 year old sister just like living here and she just had a waitressing job like yeah. It just like reframes Vicky again where it's like, Jesus, the amount of like pressure on her and like yeah. Matt didn't have a job yet. Like Right. That's I'd be just doing ridiculous. drugs too. Yeah. God. It's ridiculous. 
So Caroline comes by and Kelly makes a face and yeah. Matt tells her to be nice. God, Kelly is like a fucking teenager. I mean, Caroline's really trying. She's right. like, hi, Mrs. She's just polite, you know, and she yeah. doesn't say anything. She's like, all right. Yeah, if she really has a problem, she could be like, just call me Kelly. Like, I don't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then we go to school and Stefan and Elena just want to have fun. Oh, they <laughs> just want to have fun. But Stefan's the only vampire invited. He's the only vampire invited. Okay. <laughs> I also just want them to have fun. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah have a day off. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just go on a date. Again, this, this episode nice. is like the fan fiction that we wanted. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I love Elena's sass when they're talking about Damon and how he's like, you know, a blob right now. And they talk about Isabel and Stefan's like, have you thought about it? And she's like, mm, have I thought about it? <laughs> like... She has this whole long train of how convoluted and ridiculous it is. Like, it's a fair question, though, because we both know Elena's not the shiniest penny of the bunch. So <laughs> <laughs> he's like, have you thought about it at all? Because I know sometimes things don't be happening in that brain. I don't know. Uh, you know what this her her little summary reminds me of, though? Uh, maybe eventually we'll have to rebirth this. But probably around like season three... You and I created a a chart of people uh, who had kissed who and who was related to whom and how they were related and <laughs> who had fought with who. Yes. And it was quite a mix. There was a lot of string, as I remember. Well, metaphorical <laughs> string. Lots of lines. Lots of lines being drawn and connected. <laughs> but they are cute. They, they talk about, like you're saying, having fun and having a day with yeah. the vampires. And when Stefan is like... Damon's going through a rough patch. Elena's like, yeah, it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. <laughs> just like, yeah, mm-hmm. good sass, Elena. Nice. It is good. Speaking of sass, we go over to <laughs> Caroline. Uh, and and she's all, you know, murmur about, you know, his mom. Because he's like, do you want to watch a movie at my place? And she's like, with your mom and a six pack? Um, which is a fair point. But Matt is like, you yeah. can at least try to be nice. And I'm like, she's no, doing great. She's tried. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. Also, she doesn't have to be like nice behind her back if if Kelly isn't. Like, I'm with right. I'm with Caroline here. Way too evolved to be nice to people who are mean to us. I understand this idea of like like they're still my parent mentality, especially when you're in high school. Yeah. Like, I've had a friend who didn't like their friend's parent and they were like talking shit about them and the friend was like that's still my mom and yeah. it's like yeah but your mom's kind of awful yeah so like it's like and you know subject. your mom's awful <laughs> like you told right. her this morning over breakfast um <laughs> but it still makes sense that he he wants his mom to be his mom <laughs> yeah he just wants them to get along and yeah. in an awful moment, Matt sees Stefan and Elena kissing goodbye, and uh, Caroline tries to, like, lean in to kiss him before they have to go to class, and he avoids her, and uh, I audibly went, ooh. Me too. I cringed. I was like, oh, no. Oh. That's rough. <laughs> Poor Caroline, because then she just, like, you can see her, like, put her face back on. Yeah. She's like, okay. She's like, ah. Yeah. Oh, I love Candace Ackle. She's a great actress. She's so good in this episode. Yeah. Back to the house of 27 vampires. Um, Harper is adorable. 
he's all like, like, Pearl is like, the keypad is for texting. So if you don't want to talk to someone, I miss keypads. You used to be able to text her in class oh and like God. not have to look down because it was like you could just feel the keyboard. It's perfect. Oh my God. I miss it too. Yeah. Especially I just got like long nails. Oh. And my little touchpad is so hard. Yeah. <laughs> I'll like, bet it's I miss buttons. Constantly, yeah. Getting the wrong. Oh my God. But uh, I love the way that Pearl is like, what a marvelous device. It's just, they do a really good job of making people, they've almost got like this like old timey finishing school vibe to the way that they Mm -hmm. talk. And I really like it because it's not overdone, but it's like perfect. And uh, like the phone starts to talk. Like it's like, hey, Anna, it's Jeremy and whatever. And and Harper's like, is that your boyfriend? (laughs) I'm like, Harper. It's a good example of show don't tell too. Yeah. Because they have that happen, which shows that Jeremy is still looking for Anna and he's like, Where'd you go? What's happening? Meanwhile, Pearl can be like, Who is that? And she's like, It's Jeremy Gilbert. And he's like, Is that your boyfriend? And and Pearl answers for her and is like, No, of course not. Because as we know, Pearl has a bad history with Gilbert. Yeah, with, with their <laughs> yeah, name starting with J. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> But Harper's adorable. He's like, oh, I, I didn't break it. Like, he's, I just love him I so much. <laughs> I know. He's very he's very respectable and very uh, very nice yes. in this episode. You're like, oh, look at you. Yeah. Could use more uh, Harper. Especially against, yeah, Frederick, who's yeah. an asshole. Yep. We need Pearl... a new antagonist, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Pearl is dressed up to go uh, handle some business in town. Mm. Um. We get a, a a moment that reminded me of uh, Jenna and Elena in the like parent teacher conference dress. Like, how do I look? Oh, She's like, respectable. That's a good connect. Yeah, I like that. And she asks Frederick to keep an eye on things while she's gone, and he's like, "I'm not babysitting." And Harper's like, "I'll do it, Miss Pearl." And she's like, "Thank you, Harper." Meanwhile, Frederick's like, "Me, me, 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 me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a child and an asshole." <laughs> So we go back to the Mystic Falls High School and Caroline's insecurity around this morning is having her make like a not so great plan where she's like, hey, let's all go hang out together. And Stefan's like, you mean like a double date? And she's like, um, I, well, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, a double date. And Elena's like, is that a good idea? And Stefan's like, it sounds fun, you know, as in fun, nudge, nudge. And Elena's like, all right, I guess let's do it. I also love that this shows, we've talked about it before briefly, about Caroline's approach to problems is head on on. and reckless. Yes. (laughs) And this is a perfect example of that, where she's just like, this is awkward. Let's just all go out together and see what happens. She wants to confront (laughs) the solution. She sure does. Uh... But there's there's some really cute chemistry between Elena and Steph in this episode, especially in moments like this yeah. when they're like, sounds fun, you know, like fun. Yeah. They actually feel like a couple. They do. And you can see that they like each other and they're fun together they, and yes. not just, oh, I love you for no reason at all. Yeah. I love you that know? you said that in your little intro letter that like you get to see Paul Wesley get to be kind of fun as well, which like he has such a good upbeat energy as like a person. And so it's nice to see him bring a little bit of it to Stefan, even though it's obviously very tampered down <laughs> to Stefan's joy level. Paul Wesley is hilarious yeah, in real life. He like he brings such good humor whenever he's allowed to. Yes. <laughs> oh, 
so we go to the Salvatore boarding house where Damon's, you know, he's chilling at home. He's, uh, all of a sudden he's like, who's playing that bass? That intense bass note that I hear all of a sudden. I hear something in the other room. Oh boy, oh boy. It's our favorite team, Pearl and Anna. And they're all like, an invitation wasn't necessary. We're really surprised that you have no living person residing here. Like, how do you keep out unwelcome vampires? (laughs) Good question. Yeah, and Damon's response is, we killed them. (laughs) And he runs up to try to choke Pearl, who doesn't flinch. (laughs) She like, like the Terminator, she like grabs his neck. And uh, when she like throws him down on the ground, she's like, have a seat, Damon. And it's so cute. Like, I'm polite. I want to point out that there's an embroidered pillow behind him on the couch. And I had to like really search and pause in order to find what the quote was on the pillow on the Salvatore couch. And the quote is, if you can't say anything good about someone, sit right here by me. And I'm just... (laughs) Damon bought that drunk online. <laughs> That's more likely. I was picturing him like embroidering pillows, like with sassy quotes in his spare time. <laughs> While he's plotting. That's amazing. Nikki, I'm going to take a little tea break because I uh, I just got this new tea called Jasmine Pearl. And it's like these little, these little pearls um, of like jasmine flower and it's delicious. And I'm just going to go get some. Okay. Okay, great. Holy shit, Nikki, you'll never believe what I found in my tea can. It was a little tiny, it looked like one of the jasmine pearls, but it wasn't. It was a little tiny balled up piece of paper. I'm really glad that I caught it. Um, and I'm, I'm just going to unfurl it right now and, and check it out. It's weird that that would be in your tea can, but manufacturers are doing the wildest things these days. Marketing and all that. It says in, in beautiful finishing school like handwriting, I want to take back Mystic Falls. This place is our home. Any advice on how to do that? My goodness, Nikki. I think hmm. that, uh, I think this must be from Pearl. <laughs> wow. Um, well, Pearl, um, if I may, I have a few thoughts. Mainly one. And that's, don't? Don't. Really? I'm quite surprised. Um, I don't understand this idea of this being their home. Because in the flashback, they were, like, about ready to leave anyway. And, like, you are, like, 700 years old-ish. Um, you probably lived in Mystic Falls for, like, a couple months. Maybe a year. Um, you cannot convince me, Pearl, (laughs) that this place means so much to you. You cannot convince me that you couldn't go live somewhere else for... I don't know, 30, 40 years, come back and then be like, oh, look, nobody remembers vampires anymore. Or like they do, but they don't know we're back in town. You need to buy some time, like go somewhere else, (laughs) chill out for a little bit. It's too hot right now. You just said that the council knows about vampires. Go, go to Italy, go to France, go somewhere else, anywhere else. Chill the fuck out. You have a daylight ring. Go spend, you spent so long in a cave. Go sit in the sun somewhere and enjoy, like, the Bahamas. Enjoy technology and, like, life and do that for a while. Come take back your quote-unquote home when all this dies down a little bit, you know? Maybe just, like, She could start an apothecary shop on Etsy. I am also so convinced that you can find a town that looks just like Mystic (laughs) Falls anywhere else on the East Coast. (laughs) Go find yeah, somewhere like maybe else in to live. <laughs> Sorry. Jokes. Yeah, maybe try Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> 
or anywhere else. Just, there's no way this is gonna go well, because you're the quote-unquote antagonists, and I'm worried about you all. Like, don't. <laughs> it's good advice. I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I've managed to scribble that on the back of this piece of paper, and I'll, I'll, I'll put it back into the portal that seems to have opened up inside of my uh, tea canister. <laughs> great, great. I'm glad you could write very quickly and write yeah, all yeah, that you're, down. You're welcome. On that tiny I'm good little at taking note. dictation. <laughs> So, uh, I don't know how to transition into this. I just think it's amazing. We go to Jeremy's bedroom, right? And he's on, oh my god, what? We go to the lair. The lair, exactly. He's on like a 90s level chat room experience. Yeah, he's on like a forum. In his room. <laughs> I guess today this would be like Reddit. Did Reddit exist back? I feel like it did. Maybe he just didn't know yet. His name is Vamp Jer. Vamp Jer. And Bloody Becky is a name. <laughs> and Fang69. Reddit was created in 2005. Oh, see? It could have been Reddit. They, they could have... Okay. The writers, obviously, you know, they're a little bit... They themselves need a technology vampire proficient in the internet to teach them about the updates on forums. Um, this chat room is hilarious. Fang69 makes a joke about Wayne Newton, which I had to Google. Uh, he's just a guy who's 79 and he hasn't changed how he looks in, like, many, many years. And <laughs> Jeremy is like, ah, serious answers only, please. I want to go everywhere on the internet and be like, serious answers only, please. <laughs> See what that gets you. Are you a believer? And Bloody Becky says, dun dun dun. Aren't you? <laughs> I love, again, that he continues to just be Bella Swan. And he's like, let me go to Bing. Go to the lair. <laughs> mm. <laughs> let me find Jesus. a 90s chat room about vampires. I like that it doesn't show that he finds anything, but then he confronts Anna with the most confidence. <laughs> right, right. That's so true. This is so unnecessary. This whole scene. <laughs> Speaking of Anna and her mom. We go back to the Salvatore boarding house, and Damon's got a couple of questions. He's like, wait, so, like, all 27 vampires are, like, in this house? And they're like, no, a couple have left town. Like, we, we don't know exactly how many we have. Pearl wants Damon to use his found newfound position on the council to be her eyes and ears. Uh, smart plan. But they want the vervain to stop. And I was like, what are you going to do? Give out parsley instead of vervain to the council members? Won't they notice? I guess if it smells like rose, maybe you could like maybe. find some substitute. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, Damon doesn't really want to be involved. And Pearl offers him, I can get you Catherine. And he's like, nope. Which makes sense. Why would he want to find her at this point? Right. But he also says, you were in a tomb. Like, you don't know where she is. To which she explains that she was her best friend long before Mystic Falls. And she knows how she thinks. She knows her patterns. She knows how to find her. And then Pearl's all like, that was a nice gesture. But then she makes a not so nice gesture by poking out his eyeballs. Yeah, she jams her fingers and her thumbs into his eyes very... Uh, a la Game of Thrones, if you know, you this know. This is a new side of Pearl. This is a this is a new. But I love it. Yeah, it's I'm the older vampire. I'm not asking you. I'm telling you, this is what you're going to be doing. I have a hundred like years on you, little boy. <laughs> she said four hundred years on him. Four hundred years. Four hundred years. Oh, on I him. missed that. Damn. 
Also, this brings up a thought that I had um, when watching this. I never stopped to consider, but after her saying, I have 400 years on you, I thought maybe Anna is not her biological mother or biological daughter. Whoa. I never thought to think that or never thought to think that. I never thought of that before. Um, but that would make more yeah. sense that she found Anna at a later time and turned her as a teenager and she's just been her like adoptive daughter. That would be amazing. See, you need to write the real fan fiction of the vampire diary. <laughs> I would read that all day. I'm already doing a podcast. I can't write fan fiction too. It's too much. <laughs> Speaking of being too much, Stefan brings some flowers to Elena's door and she's like, you know, I don't know if we can do normal. Maybe we were never meant to get to this part. And he's like, no, Elena, this is why I I knew the risk, but I, I needed to know you. I needed to bring you flowers and shit. And she's like, have you ever been on a double date before? And he's like, oh, yeah, Hef and the twins in 72. <laughs> you know, again, just this is a quite a different type of Stefan in the past. Uh, we're getting little hints of his previous life. Uh, we also get a, a small mention of his car that will show up later. Because <laughs> uh, she's like, it's weird that somebody who was around when the car was invented doesn't have one. He's like, oh, I have a car. I've got a car. I just don't, I just don't drive, drive it. it. <laughs> that sounds real useful. Okay, so we go to where Jenna is meeting up with Pearl and Anna, which is awesome. I love just that they're in the same scene together. Very like, cool. Just love that. Um, and Anna is all like polite, and she's like, "Oh, hi, Miss Gilbert," or whatever she calls her. And I'm just like, "Oh, this would be a great moment for Jenna to be like, oh." you were over the other night and then you disappeared uh, on Jeremy when you went to use the bathroom? Like, what happened? You okay? No. Jenna is not great on following up on things. I don't know. I don't have a defense for that other than, like, maybe she doesn't want to talk about her time with Anna and her boyfriend and potentially, like, rat her out to her mom? Oh, yeah, maybe. Because Jenna was used to being, like, the one in trouble and doing bad things as a teenager? I have no idea. I don't good really point. have a good... She's also acting as, like, real estate agent right now for her, I guess, the, you know, right. the old apothecary, as Pearl corrects her for... And, and Jenna says, mm -hmm. it's really musty. I'm sorry about this. And, and Pearl's like, oh, I'll use my imagination. I thought that was a great <laughs> little nod to the past. Anna also sees Jeremy walking by with his headphones on and she has a little smile and it's again we get to see a little bit of Anna actually liking Jeremy and this new reframe in her head where she's like well maybe if we are sticking around I know I used him but now I kind of like him yeah she's gonna get in some more stability in her life her mom's gonna get a business she wants a boyfriend she wants to go to school we'll talk about it <laughs> <laughs> we'll get, into, we'll get it. into it um so now to a wild scene <laughs> another crazy pairing damon and kelly donovan chilling at the mystic grill bar i actually love their banter in this scene it's very good it's really good it's very good they get each other it's a good reminder that they're both adults yeah yeah if only she knew that this was the man who led to her daughter's demise that's kind of the dark shadow on this icky lots of as you were saying earlier lots of like parallel bloodline family history stuff like because if you think about it you've got like anna and jeremy pearl and jonathan gilbert from the past so same family bloodlines liking each other stefan and the whole thing with elena and Catherine, damon with Catherine and isabel and now damon with vicky and her mom 
It's it's just it's very rumor has it. Yeah. Have you seen that? No. You don't need to. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, it's it's you know, uh, Damon is trying to get with Kelly, who is the mother of Matt, who is dating Caroline, who was dating, um, Damon. Yeah. And also, Matt is the brother of this the girl that Damon was like. Dancing half naked with yep. in the Meh. ick ick, and then ick. Jenna, who is done doing her real estate agent thing, comes over to the bar and is like Kelly Donovan. She's like she used to babysit me, and then Kelly's like, and I used to party with her. <laughs> it's like oh man, she just never grew up. She is the Peter Pan of Mystic Falls, and they do shots. <laughs> uh, they also talk about. A little bit later, but I'll bring it up here, that Kelly was best friends with Meredith. Oh, yeah. Which, Elena's mom. It's weird that, A, they were friends, because they don't, I don't, we have no reason to understand why they were friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and, B, weird that we get no mention of Kelly being sad that her best friend is dead. Right. It is weird. Like, there's no moment of her being like, like, how are you doing? Yeah. Or like, I miss her too, or anything like that. Yeah, you're right. That would really humanize her. And connect her to the town, even though she has, like, everything connected to the town for her is negative, but then we're told that her best friend was this woman that we haven't met. Yeah. It just feels like you're just, like, telling us, like, oh, and look, she also had, like, here's why Elena was so familiar with her, because she's known her her entire life. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's so real. Back to the house of 27 vampires, we get a real shitty confrontation between Harper and Frederick, where Frederick calls Harper boy, which incenses Harper, understandably. And he, like, gets up and he's all like, Murr. And then Frederick is like, Murr. And then Pearl shows up and she's like, hey, 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 hey. Is that, is that a good summary of that? Yeah. Yeah, that's all. Okay. Yeah. Fuck Frederick. Frederick doesn't like rules. That seems to be a good combination for keeping a low profile. I think it'll go well. Yeah. And he's like, no one knows us. And she's like, the Salvatore brothers know you. And he's like, oh, yeah, I wish I could run into them. He's like, these they're the reason that we were in that tomb in the first place. Which is also interesting. How do they know that? They can't know it. I don't like that. No. Also, did you get the vibe that Frederick was... Somebody that was turned in Mystic Falls. Oh. Because I got that vibe. Interesting. Like, I got the vibe that a lot of the vampires are from Mystic Falls that, like, Catherine and Pearl turned while they were there. That makes sense. That makes sense. That's a lot of vampires to turn. Yeah. Yeah. True. But also possible. Because <laughs> it makes more <laughs> sense to me that that would be what they would be doing versus them traveling as, like, a big group of 20-something vampires. Totally. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. So we go over to the Mystic Grill and... Uh... <laughs> Daytime! Yeah. And we get reminiscence number one where it's like, yeah, we, like, grew up in a... We shared a crib and stuff. And that's not weird at all. Uh, you'd think that they'd know not to reminisce about that right now. I feel... Yeah, it comes up later again also. And I think when Caroline brings it up, she's totally justified in being like, this is not for you guys to be, like, frolicking down memory Literally lane. Agree. This is to be like, you have moved on. Exactly. And Elena's like, what are you talking yeah, about? No. It's like, Jesus Christ, Elena. Absolutely. <laughs> Everyone is shit to Caroline in this, and I, I don't think she deserves it. But they get distracted because they notice 
the adults over at the bar and they're like, okay. And all we need is Liz Forbes and we have all of the parental <laughs> units doing shots together. The quote unquote parental yeah, units. Yeah, right. The upper generation. I think it's hilarious. This made me crack yeah. up. Like every time it came up, I was like, I me love too. this. this me too. Me too. Very unlikely pairings, but it's great. Um, and uh, at the house of 27 vampires, Harper is like, you can't go out. Miss Pearl said, don't do that. And Frederick is like, uh, no, we're, we're going to leave. Uh, and then they do. Cool. And <laughs> I'm sure that's going to be fine. Um, and then it's going to go well. It's going to go so well. <laughs> and then over at the Gilbert residence, a ding dong. Jeremy answers the door and it's Anna. And they have this awkward thing where she's like, I thought you'd be psyched to see me. And he's like, well, I thought you were leaving. Yeah. And now you're not. He's also carrying the weight of thinking that he knows that Anna is a vampire. And the sudden realization of like, oh, she's going to be in the house with me. Yeah. And like a little bit of that like hesitation, she definitely picks definitely. up. Definitely, It's so awkward. Speaking of awkward, back to the mystic bar. Um, Damon is like deciding to get even more drunk. He's like, let's get hammered, you guys. And yeah. <laughs> and Jenna is third wheeling a little yeah. bit. Just a little bit. uncomfortable. <laughs> And uh, we get reminiscence number two of Matt and Elena getting drunk at homecoming. homecoming. And Caroline was, it seemed like she was going to be in that story. Like she remembered it too. So there was like a chance for her to be involved. Um, But then it just gets like weird again. And she's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Elena. (laughs) And Stefan like make, like gives Caroline a look. Like he knows that she's uncomfortable for as much as he says that he's bad at double dating. He's better at it than Elena. Yeah, for sure. Because like, I think he makes a good point also later where he's like, you two have a past. Like there's no point in ignoring it. It doesn't help anybody. But you also don't need to live in it. Exactly. You know what I mean? It seems like it's all they're talking about. If something comes up naturally. Right. If something comes up naturally, it's more weird to not mention it but you don't need to do that or if you're gonna talk about homecoming talk about like the three of you together exactly and and things that you can talk about that you have in common and not just i was grounded from seeing this one for a week and it's very familiar yeah that's that's weird weird. yeah it's much it is much um (laughs) much and then jenna sees them and she goes quick we're not here and uh kelly goes why where'd we go (laughs) i just love that that she's like immediately on board um and she goes children under our care five o'clock this is not role (laughs) model-ish i love it we go back to the gilbert house where anna is telling jeremy that she is gonna stay in town um and that she's gonna try to go to high school and not be homeschooled yeah jeremy's really good at small talking in this like he's he's got the the gilbert gene for being good at lying um, where like, yes. he's, he's talking to her like, oh yeah, that's great. I, I'm going to need your help on more papers then, because I'm definitely thinking about doing that thing. Like that topic, you know, about vampires and stuff. And she's like, why? Yeah. And she's like, don't you think you've exhausted yeah. that topic? Like immediately she's just like, so obvious. Yeah, yeah. But he's, he's like, no, I think it's like great. And like, he just keeps going, but he's so, he's such a natural for bringing it up like, you know, really organically. Yeah, and you can see Anna get frazzled because she says, I made it up. I made it all up, which is obviously yeah. a lie because there's no way you could make up that much information that she gave no. to him. Um, 
which I imagine for Jeremy just fuels his fire of like, nope, this is definitely yes. Happening. But everything else that she shares with him is true. I think that like that she mm-hmm. she does want to go to school and be a normal teenager for once, and that her mom is gonna have an opinion about that. And like everything she's sharing with him seems to be a lot more authentic now. Um, and I feel really yeah. bad. She seems more like yeah, herself. But I feel really bad for Anna because it's like it's too little too late now where like Jeremy's already going yeah. down this other path of like obsession and she's like, No, I wanted us to connect. Mm. Well, maybe you shouldn't have used him and knocked him out. But I understand. It's complicated, okay? <laughs> I love the next scene where back at the double date, they're still playing pool, but uh, Caroline has excused herself and Elena went with her. And Matt asks, is there anything you're not good at? (laughs) And Stefan replies, double dating. Um, I love that they talk about Stefan being that guy. He's like, cause you're that guy, you know, the one that's got everything together. And I love Paul Wesley's read on this where he's just like, is that what I seem like? <laughs> Dick. And Matt's like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Like Stefan is the kind of person that like I would be friends with in high yeah? school. I feel like he should be popular. Like with everything that Matt's saying about him, it's, he's like, you seem like you have everything and like you're good at everything. Like that's typically the kind of person that would have a lot of friends. But Matt is talking about being jealous. Except that Stefan is, says that he sticks to himself. That he's a loner. (laughs) (laughs) And he can't be popular because he's a loner. And the other side of this coin, this conversation with the ladies in the double date, Caroline is like, so the point of this is not for you to hopscotch down memory lane, which is a great phrase. But Elena's playing too innocent with this. I don't like how she's just like, yeah, she's like, I'm just trying right. to make conversation. No, you fucking aren't. Come on. You're not trying hard enough to to make this comfortable for... At best, she's oblivious. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> she's she's a, bit a little self-centered, our Elena. Yeah. And, like, potentially if Caroline wasn't so mad, she could communicate better what she needs yeah. Elena to be doing. But she's mad. And I understand it. Because she's yeah. like, try less. Mm-hmm. Um, as they're walking out of the bathroom, Elena is following Caroline and Frederick stops her and calls her Catherine. And she plays it off pretty well. She's like, I'm, I'm sorry, I think you have the wrong person. And Caroline is like, Elena. Yes. I love this next scene. It's the smartest moment Elena has I had know, to date. She's so good at We're- lying. It's so good. She goes to the pool table and rejoins Stefan. And he's like, you okay? She's like, yeah, it's great. And she pulls out her phone and she types in it. That guy over there just called me Catherine. So good. So perfect. But like in all vampire things, Stefan looks over and Frederick Mm -hmm. is gone. (laughs) Stefan and Elena are pulling up outside the Salvatore boarding house. And he's like, oh my God, should we be like focusing on this right now? And she's like, no, no, no. If there's like a new vampire in town, he'll still be here tomorrow. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I do like that they're like, we need to get through this one yeah. night. Just it's one nice boundaries, night. actually. Like, as a couple, it's, like, nice boundaries around quality time. I do like it. I also like this level of comfort Elena now has with danger, where she's like, eh, there's a vampire that, like, wants to kill yeah, us. Yeah, she's very much in acceptance, <laughs> and it's lovely. Uh, and they kiss. It also is, like, that couple moment of, like, all right, it's just us. Let's brace ourselves. <laughs> We're going back into 
whatever yep, the fuck this and they is. They do. They go into the boarding house, and Matt and Caroline are kind of marveling at it. Matt's like, wow, my entire house could like fit in here twice, which goes with that theme of him being like, you kind of have everything. And Caroline's like, I feel like I've been here before. Weird. And then Matt is like, oh, cool. Like, looking at Stefan's like, what is it, a Hot Wheels collection? I don't know, something something like that. It's a model car collection, but yeah. <laughs> and Stefan's like, you like cars? And Matt's like, that's an understatement. I'm a dumb jock. And Stefan's like, oh, come with me. You know how I'm seemingly the guy who has everything? Well, get ready for me to prove you even more right. But yeah, because Matt needs to be a stereotype. He has to also be very into cars. <laughs> And back to the mystic bar, Damon and Kelly are bonding over being able to tie cherries with their tongues or something, and Jenna knows her cue to leave. Right on, Jenna. Fuck this. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, I feel like her cue was a little while ago, but, um... Yeah. That's fine. (laughs) And we go to the Salvatore garage, where reminiscence number three is happening. Yes, but I do like before this that... Um, Stefan does try to include Matt in this moment of, you know, he's the guy that has everything, but he feigns not knowing how to fix his car. He's like, oh, it doesn't work. I don't know what to do. Maybe you could take a look at it. Um, He for sure knows how to, whatever he needs to do with his car, but it is nice that he's like, yeah, like, come come check it out. And Matt, you know, you're saying reminisces again about Elena's dad's car and taking that engine apart and putting it back together. And Elena Ugh. took Caroline's note, and she's not adding anything. And Caroline says, well, I hate yes. sports cars. They're too difficult to make out in. And Matt says, no, it wasn't that bad. Oh, good, Matt. Ugh, so Matt, good. Matt, Matt, Great Matt. job. Oh, Matt. But how's your foot taste in your mouth? Okay. And everybody stops and they're like, And Elena goes after her instead of Matt going after her, which is kind of weird that he apologizes to Stefan in that moment and not to his girlfriend. Well, he gets there later. I think, I think he, yeah, I think he's just like, oh, she's not going to want to talk to me right now because she's mad at me. Um, I do like that he apologizes to Stefan because I feel like Stefan gets forgotten in all of this reminiscing talk and like he's cool with it because he's emotionally mature. Well, and also Elena is like so over Matt and Matt is not as over Elena. So he's, he's in a more. Right. No, Matt has verbally said he's not over Elena, which does not help. He does concede that he says she's good with you. You know, I wasn't sure, but she's happy and I'm really glad. And Stefan gives him this like chivalrous nod as he tends to do. Before they lean in together to enjoy fixing this engine instead of caring about Caroline's hurt feelings. Cool. Cool, boys. I I, I don't know. I just I feel like I totally understand not following Caroline. I don't. Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm like, hmm, okay. Well, maybe they think Elena's got it. She's taking on the emotional labor. Matt's the one who spoke out of turn, though. So he's, I mean, he gets there later, but he gets there with Stefan's help. Yes, yes. Well, as he says later, he's not good with emotions and stuff, so. (laughs) And expressing himself. So in a dangerously close to danger scene, we go outside the Mystic Grill, where Jenna is leaving. And she breaks her shoe, her high heel. 
and Frederick is there and he's like, here, let me help you. And then he breaks her other shoe, like the heel off. And she's like, oh, uh, thanks, I guess. Have you ever broken a heel? No, I've broken a flip flop. I don't tend to wear heels. Nikki, listen, look at who are you talking to? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've done like theater and things like, I don't know. In character shoes. I don't know. Uh, It's true. Um, it's not easy to walk on them when the heel is broken off. Like, she'd be better off going barefoot. I don't understand this whole, like, oh, just snap the other one off and you can just walk on the hard, like, tops of them. Like, that's Because he's a dick. Ugh. Anyway, well, maybe it makes it harder for her to run away. He asks about Damon Salvatore. Were you talking to Damon Salvatore in there? Uh, where does he live? If anyone ever asks me where another person lives, I'm going to be like, I don't know, you should ask them, maybe, maybe you can go ask them, I'm not going to reveal personal information Although it to seems to be a pretty normal thing in Mystic Falls, though, because in, like, the pilot or whatever, Stefan was like, oh, it is that's the first person I saw, and they told me where you lived, which mm. is probably a lie, but also tracks. <laughs> and Frederick tries to compel Jenna, and it doesn't work. And he's like, that's a lovely scent you're wearing. What is it? Uh, and it's Vervain. And she's like, oh, yeah, I don't know. It was a gift. Um, Kind of playing it fast and loose with uh, the luck of whether or not someone will decide to put on the perfume you bought them. I was thinking that, too. I'm like, what are we doing? What? What? I don't. <laughs> Unless Elena goes into her room every morning and just, like, spritzes it on Jenna. <laughs> oh, my God. If I were Elena, I would be like... Like, putting Vervain in, like, the coffee pot and, like, exactly. <laughs> everything. Exactly. Like, the hand lotion in the bathroom. Like, right, shampoo, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, the milk. Pretty much everything. Like, yeah, everything. And Jenna is saved by the cab. Frederick explains, or Frederick mentions to Bethann that Vervain is making it hard to find something to eat in this town. It's almost like we should have listened to Pearl. <clears throat> I really don't like... Elena telling Caroline she's being ridiculous. I completely agree. I wrote in in all capital letters in my notes, it says, no, stop it. (laughs) Yeah. Although I do really appreciate Caroline's anger in this moment when she's just like, yeah, I am being ridiculous and insecure and stupid. She's like, Matt's always going to be in love with you and I'm always going to be the backup. I'm Matt's Elena backup. I'm your Bonnie backup. And Elena's like, oh, now it's about me and Bonnie, which is defensive. It's like, no, it's not just about that. It's about how, like, she's feeling. She's feeling second. She's feeling right. like no one picks her first. And she says, you don't get it. Why would you? You're everyone's first choice. Yeah. And we've seen this dynamic kind of in the background before. And it's good to see it come out. Yeah. Um, Because she's right about being like a Bonnie backup and Matt's backup. Because, like, it sure seems like if Elena were to be like, just kidding, Stefan, I want to be with Matt now, Matt would drop Caroline in a heartbeat. Mm. And that's a shitty feeling. We transition to the car um, where Matt has it fixed up. and Just a piece of cake, of course, because probably wasn't really broken to begin with. Mm. But that's not the point. The point is that Matt feels confident and Stefan sees a, a moment to fix this situation <laughs> and he's like well why don't you take it for a spin why don't you leave and talk do you think that on some level elena doesn't want matt to get over her i don't mean selfishly i just mean like she couldn't care less kind of i think that she doesn't get 
Caroline and Matt together. So she doesn't understand, like, that she really wants it to work. Caroline really wants it to work. Because she's, like, the worst wing woman in the world, essentially. Right. Yeah. And she's also, like, I don't know. It, it is it is weird. It doesn't seem like typical Elena to be this, this oblivious and selfish. It's also even more set off by the fact that, like, Matt and Stefan worked out their insecurities with each other well really matt's insecurity with stefan and like they've worked through that and caroline and elena can't seem to work through theirs in a way in this scene like it doesn't resolve at all like the the car just comes up and interrupts them and stefan kind of sets them up to fix it and is like here you two have a moment alone in my car i think that part of it is too that while the people around her are sure as hell not making it easy caroline does have a lot of self-doubt yeah um mainly because of her mother um and also like her friend dynamic and you know the fact that she's been in some not great relationships and was with somebody who broke down her fucking confidence and, and now that person has, like, appeared with Elena at a dance. Remember when Elena walked in with the two Salvatore brothers? And it's like, yeah, even the guy that Caroline doesn't want to be with anymore is, like, you know, seemingly with Elena in some way. In, like, right. a not abusive yeah. way. So it's a lot for especially a teenager to process and try to feel confident in this relationship where the person is telling you that they want to be with your best friend who everybody also already wants. Like, that (laughs) is a lot. Yeah. And in this moment where Stefan and Elena get to be alone and kind of, you know, he's like, are you okay? How you doing? And she says, you know, if it's not vampires, it's girlfriends. (laughs) Speaking of vampires and girlfriends, uh, we go to the- Jeremy (laughs) Gilbert. Jeremy. In the Gilbert kitchen, Jeremy's like, what should we do? How should we make this sandwich? And Anna's like, pile it high. And she's doing, she's really trying. She's really trying to be normal. That's the theme of this. Anna just wants to be normal. Lena just wants to be normal. Stefan wants to have a normal evening, you know? And Jeremy has to fuck it up by slicing (laughs) his hand open. Like, I'm pretty, pretty bold. I could not do that to myself. Maybe it's just because I'm very pain averse. But oh my god. Yeah, I don't understand why whenever people in shows are like, I need blood, they like cut their palm. <gasps> like that wouldn't be the most painful place to heal. <gasps> you use your like, hand for so you... much also, stuff. Just do the tip of your finger or something. Right. Also, like if you are cutting anything for a sandwich and you tell me you cut your palm, I'm like, what the fuck were you doing? An avocado. Gotta be. That's a thing. Do they even have an avocado? Okay, sure. Maybe. Okay. It's maybe. called avocado hand. Maybe. You can look it up. <laughs> Children, never slice an avocado in a hurry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, that cut looks really fake. Like, it, for a lot of the, like, the, sh- the shots of it, it just looks like he has fake blood on his hand. It totally does. <laughs> and he, like, brings it closer to her face and he's like, it's just blood, Anna. And in this moment, right before she charges him, I was like, throw up all over him vomit vomit all over him amazing that one <laughs> i was thinking that too where i was like can you imagine if this is a swing and a miss yeah yeah like, she's just what like what an <laughs> asshole he would be to be like hey i know you're afraid of blood but like let me just bring my bleeding hand closer and closer to your face yeah like what young like kids do to each other with like worms and spiders and shit yeah and she feeds a little bit from his hand because he's like go for it uh Ugh. I hate it so much. And I hate it. Um Thank God Jenna breaks us yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, Hey Jenna, what's up? And she's like, Regret. 
LOL. <laughs> I loved him. And if she wasn't drunk, she would be like, who is here? What are you up to? Right. Why are you all, like, sweaty and, like, panicking? Weird. And she, like, goes upstairs and he, like, he, she's like, oh, lock that up. And he realizes that Anna's gone. But then he smiles to himself like he's proud of himself for having outed a vampire. And I'm like, fuck you, Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah, I think it becomes a little bit clearer by the end of the episode. Because, in the be- like, during the episode, you're like, oh, well, maybe he, like... Like really like maybe he likes Anna because he and he realized this thing about her um and all that jazz but uh, we'll get to it when we get to the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. So we go to the car with Caroline and Matt's Matt in love with and this the car. Song, <laughs> this song is so good, also. <laughs> and Matt says, "Did I pass? I mean, tonight was obviously a no, test Matt, to see Matt, how I do around you Elena." Didn't pass. <laughs> And but you know what? He gives this nice speech about he's like, you know what? I know that I've said that like I'm not totally over Elena. He's like, but that stuff came before and it's not just gonna go away. And I don't like that he calls her crazy. He says she's acting like a crazy person, which is not true. You're letting it turn you into a crazy person. But what's good is that he says, but I'm here tonight because I wanted to be with you. You're the only person that I really want to be in this car with right now. And he's like, I don't know. I'm not really good at expressing myself. And for Nikki's sake, then the music turns up so we can't hear the kissy mouth noises. It's all I ask. You know, put a baller song on. That way I can be really into the moment. It's all I ask. And uh, Caroline kind of goes, mm, sports cars. Yes, nice callback. She hits her head on something. <laughs> we knew that was good. I love it. It's cute. And it's sweet. Um, I'm still, you know, it, it, they do a good job of reeling me back in. I'm like, oh, I want this relationship to work. Look at them. They're so cute. Um, but Jesus Christ, Matt. <laughs> and they come back inside the Salvatore boarding house. And, uh, but before they come back in, Damon and Kelly oh, are God. there. And you know what? It actually seems very romantic and sexy. Like, like he's not going to feed on her? Right. Here's the thing. It's because like, they they show a scene of him looking at her neck and he's like, no, I don't actually want to do that. And were the children not here, they're both consenting adults. Like, Absolutely. in a rare turn of events, Damon didn't compel a yeah. woman. She wants to sleep yeah. with him. Like, it's just weird because he has also slept her with daughter. her son's girlfriend Ew. and turned her daughter he's the reason she is dead uh. i mean technically stefan is the reason she's dead. well but he wouldn't have had to kill her if she hadn't been a vampire and tried to munch on his girlfriend you know um no trauma at all in this show <laughs> none whatsoever Call your vampire therapist, everybody. Can you imagine Matt's fucking night walking in and seeing your mother with your girlfriend's ex-boyfriend? Gross. Yep. Gross. And Elena and Caroline look at Damon like, dude. (laughs) Yeah, because Matt says, mom. And Caroline says, Damon. (laughs) Like she's his mother. It's good. Back to the house of 27 vampires. Um, Anna comes in and has like a very classic mother-daughter conversation about like, where were you? You know, don't lie to me. I have a lot of thoughts on this. Anna was 
on her own for so long. The amount of independence that she had and had to have, especially right afterwards, and to go from that to being like the child teenager sort of boundary is super weird and I can imagine being very hard for Anna. Exactly. I, I In my notes I wrote, time to have a talk about how she's grown up and knows the world better than you do at this point. Yeah, she successfully got you out of the cave. But in this moment, I, I do like this moment though because she, Anna at this point kind of breaks down to her mom um, I don't think that she tells her anything, but it's that moment of, like, I'm upset and, like, I just, I also don't want my mom to be mad at me and, like, this is a lot and I just want my mom mm. and, like, oh, that, like, really hits home. Yeah. I like, I've, 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 Anna has grown on me. I like her now. And I just wish they would move away. I know. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> So back in the Salvatore uh, area, in the yard outside, Stefan and Elena are talking, and he's, like, talking about, like, escorting her back, and she's like, no, I don't want to live every single moment thinking that someone's coming after me. That's not living. And I'm like, right on. Yes. Oh, that she says, normal people don't have babysitters. (laughs) (laughs) Or chaperones, or whatever. And I like that. I also like that... In our complaints in previous episodes, Stefan has had, like, kind of a gross amount of, like, control and, like, parental vibe to him about Elena. And I like that she's like, no, like, I'm going to go home alone and it's going to be fine. And he listens and he's like, okay. I love that, too. And uh, the whole crew leaves. And as they're leaving, Frederick just, like, peeks around the corner and watches Stefan go back inside. So and ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, later on, Stefan and Damon are in the living room. And before Stefan can really confront Damon about what happened with Kelly, where he's like, Ugh. Uh, enter Frederick and Bethann, crash through the window. Unnecessary. Yeah, so <laughs> unnecessary. And they just immediately start fighting, and obviously Bethann gets killed. Yes, yes. Stefan stakes Bethann. Um, Frederick sees that he is now outnumbered, and he dips. And when he leaves, Stefan's like, I recognize them. I remember them from 1964. They were in the tomb. Dame's like, Yeah, about that? <laughs> Great moments of really unexpected humor. And there's another really good one coming up that I can't wait to talk about. But before we get there, Uh let's get serious because Matt has a word with his mother. Yeah. And again, Matt just wants to be a normal teenager. Like it's the theme really of all of these younger characters in this episode. And I love his speech in this scene where he's like, I'm the kid, mom. You know, you're supposed to be responsible for me. And it's just one of the most, like, relatable storylines of this entire thing is, like, the human family story. And it's a beautiful thing to see him, like, articulate this. Yeah, it really is. And it's, it sucks. It it adds a whole nother layer to Matt's character, too, with realizing how much pressure he's under, where he talks about having to pay the bills and even talking about, like, and then I'm on, like, I'm just trying, I'm going out to have fun with my friends like a normal teenager and then I'm there and you're getting drunk at the bar where I work mm. by the way 
to pay the bills that you don't pay. You know, he said, like you said, he says, um, you're off acting like a freaking kid. I'm the kid, mom. You're supposed to be responsible for me. Gives me chills. And he has like this like catch in his voice. And it's just, it's really, it well, really done. well done. Nikki, we go to your favorite place. Jack and Jill bathroom. Jack and Jill went up the hill to brush their teeth. Yeah. I love this moment though. Elena and Jeremy are just brushing their teeth together next to each other. So, how was your uh, day? After all the shit that they went <laughs> oh, through. Yeah. Same old, oh, same, yeah, same you. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> so good. So good. And back at the house of 27 vampires, Frederick comes back with his tail between his legs. And we see a little bit more of Pearl and her, you know, random sudden violence with like, she's like, you're right. You shouldn't have left. And she's like, are you hungry? And he's like, yeah. And she gives him a, a glass of blood and a spoon in the stomach. Yes. And she says, next time you'll listen to me. I think she should have just killed him. I agree. Because that really would have like set would've an example yeah. to everybody else. I agree. Like, do we really need Frederick around? No. I don't think so. No. Nikki, this is my favorite scene. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> so Elena's on the phone with Stefan and she's like in her bedroom. She's all snuggling and she's like, yep, I'm home safe and sound. How is everything? You sound serious. And Stefan is in the foreground on the phone with her, but in the background. <laughs> David. David's just dragging a dead body and it's blurred, right? It's like out of focus, but you can see that he's doing this and it's hilarious. And Stefan's like, you know what? No, like you, we still have a few hours left of this night. Like I will tell you tomorrow. And he's just like being like lovey-dovey boyfriend. Meanwhile. Yeah, and then he gets off the phone and Damon's like, did you help me out a little bit? Love it. Perfect chef's kiss. So good. And uh, again, doing a good job making us like Damon. Yes, very much so. And doing a good job making us not like Jeremy. God, this next scene. Oh. So we go to Jeremy's room. And swoosh, there's Anna. In his bedroom. And she says, I could have killed you. And he's like, yeah, but you didn't. He talks about Vicky and how he put the pieces together. He thought she was on drugs, but then all of that information Anna gave him, he's like, oh, obviously there are vampires. And, and he's like, and she's like, why would you confront me about it? And he says, because I thought that if it was true about you, it might be true about Vicky. And because I want you to turn me. So he's not over Vicky. He wants to become a vampire to find Vicky. I mean, this is just me going two plus two plus two equals six. It's so fucked up. I realized in watching this that this is where a lot of my dislike for Vicky comes from. Mm. And it wasn't even about Vicky. It was Jeremy. It was Jeremy. Because I was like, why? 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 Like, Vicky's gone. Like, we're so past it now in the story where I'm like, I just want, like, new to keep moving forward. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you still looking for Vicky? Like, she's gone. I know you don't know that, but, like, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, but I can't imagine how Anna feels in this moment. Ugh. Like, that has to suck. I would cut off all contact with him. That's what I would do yeah. if I were Anna. Fuck this guy. Because he, he's hinted to it before, but like to have him so overtly be like, hey, I learned this deep secret about you that she was probably worried about. And for him to be like, I don't mind because you remind me of this person and I want you to like, 
like I want to use you to become immortal. I wonder how many times <laughs> she's heard that over the years. I'll bet that there have been other people want to be vampires. Yeah, especially with how she was with bartender Ben, <laughs> whatever the fuck his name was. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> how she turned him because he was lost. Rock. Yes, yes, thank you, thank you so much. Um, because she said that she turned him because he was lost, and she also says to Jeremy in the last episode that she has a thing for people who are lost. And it's like, yeah, but like... Maybe they could find themselves first, and then you can get involved with them, Anna. I don't know. Yeah, Go almost talk like to your immortality therapist. isn't going to solve all your problems. Vampire <laughs> therapist. My goodness. My goodness. Okay, Nikki, well, that's the episode. Who are you taking? And who are you staking, is the question. I am taking Matt Donovan. Are you all taking Matt Donovan? Yes! (laughs) Where are you taking him? I'm taking him to a responsible relative who is an adult where he can have a normal fucking teenage life. And have some stability and focus on being a kid and chill and just live his life. Um, well, where are you taking on your him? way to take him to uh, that relative, or maybe I am that relative, because I'm taking him to the candy store so he can pick something out and get to be a kid for once, and I'll be responsible for him. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> I've never felt more like an adult than I did picking this take Yeah, right? We're like, I feel like as a kid, you're always like, that's the worst possibility, is like, getting taken away from like your home but watching this i was like the best thing that could happen to matt donovan is for him to get out of mystic falls and have an actual adult look after him yeah um i am staking frederick yep me too obviously for using aggression instead of using his words and even when he uses words not very good good words words. (laughs) speaking of words what's the word of the day bridget arbitrary which means determined, planned, or chosen seemingly at random or by chance. Nikki, what's your sentence? I said, while the pairing of Kelly and Damon seems arbitrary at first, it actually shows how tangled these relationship dynamics are. Hmm. I like that. What was yours? Frederick acts like Pearl's rules are arbitrary, but he pays the price for not listening to her. I like that we both went with, it's not actually arbitrary. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, Nikki! Who's your tarot? What's... What's your tarot card and for whom? I picked the Hanged Man for Caroline. Do tell. Um, the Hanged Man is this idea of, I think we might have mentioned to them before, um, feeling stuck and letting go of being stuck and surrendering to letting go. Um, like seeing in a new way and like greater amounts of freedom and things like that. I think that similar to what we mentioned earlier, Caroline has been very stuck in this dynamic of, like, regardless of how true it is, feeling, like, second best to Elena. Mm. I think the best way for her to get out of feeling like that is to stop believing that. I think breaking that thought pattern will allow her to feel a lot more free in her agency and in her worth. And the fact that, like, she is a valuable person in her own right um, and she doesn't have to feel like she's always stuck in second best. Amen to that. Bridget, who did you pick? So. And what did you pick? So I picked the Eight of Swords for a couple of characters. Ooh, please tell. For Caroline, for Elena. Okay. And for Frederick and Beth Ann, 
and also for Pearl. Interesting. So, interesting. The Eight of Swords, right, has this picture of this person who is like blindfolded and and like surrounded by a bunch of swords, and it seems like they're out kind of like like they've been left outside near the sea, and it almost feels like they've been kind of like abandoned in the situation where they're kind of stuck, similar to the hanged man vibe. Um, but the thing is, their feet are not bound. And they can leave the situation. They don't have to be stuck wherever they are or, you know, kind of their own worst enemy. And there could be, like, a lot of survival fears. I know where you're going with this. (laughs) (laughs) There could be, like, a lot of survival fears that come up with this card. Um, But it's kind of like you're trying to, like, confront the problem head on instead of just, like, letting things rest and develop for a while and just, like, realizing that, like, it's okay, like... Yeah, this card really just, like, triggers survival fears in general. Um, And that feeling of, like, oh, I've got to do something to, like, combat the situation. When actually you can probably just, like, walk away from it. Whether that's either, like, mentally from walking away from it and not needing to, like, attack it. Or just, like, letting things rest and develop on their own for a little while. And so for Caroline... Like, the fact that Frederick and Bethann could just leave town. Yeah, or stay in the house. Like, they don't need to... They don't need to do this. And it's like, and like, the fact that they think the Salvators are going to be like, all over them. They didn't need to track them down. And Frederick fucks this up for his mate, Bethann. So, cool. And um, for Pearl, too. Pearl is trying to make things work a certain way. And she's like, Anna, you can't date Jeremy. Or like, you know, she has like a weird vibe around that or around Anna having her own life. And it's like... Actually, you should let your daughter do that because, like, she's maybe one of the only people who really loves you and you're going to push her away if you act like you need to over-control this. Just calm the fuck down. And um, (laughs) for Caroline, obviously, this is overactive fears about, like, insecurity around her relationship. And if she just calmed the fuck down, you know, maybe this wouldn't, maybe the situation wouldn't be, like, getting more irritated and worse. And for Elena, I actually think she's really embodying this card in a positive way. So maybe I'll reverse it for her Um, because she's saying to Stefan at the end, I can't act like my life is in danger all the time. That's not living. And yeah, that's, that's the eight of swords for you. I love that. That's fantastic. Oh my gosh, Nikki. That's it for the episode. That's our episode. (laughs) That's all there is for there goes the neighborhood. I have been your host, Bridget. And I have been your host, Nikki. Thanks for joining us. And tune in next time to find out what Matt gets at the candy store when I take him there. Tune in next time to see if Liz Forbes decides she's going to make out with some other person (laughs) half her age. Tune in next time to find out where the fuck Bonnie was this whole episode. Tune in next time to find out what's been going on with history class because we went to school, but then like nothing (laughs) happened in school. So like, I'm doubtful that we went to history (laughs) class. Dear Diary, very smooth with the shoe and the flirt. Dear Diary, better than watching Damon go to Cougar Town. No offense. Dear Diary, a nice evening out with friends. Sounds fun. As in, fun. Dear Diary, you're a believer? Dear Diary, what a marvelous device. Dear Diary, I have 400 years on you, little boy. I will rip you from limb to limb without even blinking, and you know it.